0: And welcome to Like-Minded Podcast. I'm Caitlin Bradley and I'm your co-host with Bob Towers today. I hope you're all okay.
1: Hello, welcome everybody. My name's Bob Towers, cracked actor, writer, poet and <laughs> artist. I
0: love how you say that. <laughs> artist. Oh, no, I can't do it. Never mind. Anyway, we are joined here on our podcast. This is episode six with Christopher McCourt, who is a set designer based in Liverpool. Mm. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome, for Chris. Me. Thank
1: you. <laughs> uh, Christopher, you know what this is about. We want you to expose the dark yes. art of set design. <laughs> yes,
0: I know. I've never had the privilege to work with a set designer yet, but I'm so excited to speak to you today. <laughs> I just asked, so, how did you get into set designing?
2: So, when I was young, younger, um, I went mm-hmm. to watch Miss Saigon. <laughs> yes, and loved it. I was like, I found myself not watching the actors; I was mm-hmm. watching the stage. Yeah. And I just wanted to do it. I was like, there's a helicopter coming around. Like,
0: what's going How, does that on? Work? Yeah. How does
2: that work? So then,
1: Everybody else is enjoying the show, but you're yeah. looking at I was nice. like, yeah. I want to know what's going on over there. What's
0: that doing? Yeah. No, it's so true. So you watched Miss Saigon. Miss and Saigon. Like,
2: and I was just blown away. Yeah. And I was like, I, need, I want to do this. So then my sister is a dancer. Yeah. So I was kind of in that world a lot with her, like going to trips mm. uh, for her dancing and yeah. watching theatre. And then went to college, yes. did a fine art course, but the, you could have kind of like split as the year went on and I went into more uh, 3D okay. kinds of art yeah. and then knew I wanted to do set design. And then the lecturer pointed me into Lippa and was like, what do you think about Lippa? Uh, and I actually didn't have a clue about yes. Lippa originally. No, no. No idea. I went down there for the interview and everything and I loved it and I was like, yeah, I really want to amazing so then then three years just flew over
0: flew over and you graduated with the first I did well you're not graduated not yet yet. next year
2: yeah I can dine out on this for (laughs) a (laughs) year
1: Amazing. But but you know when you watch films are you like watching the background oh my god all i'm all like mr continuity really? if there's a
2: piece of paper like, that's a different piece of paper and yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And literally any continuity i'll be like no that's no. not right that's not right <laughs> I know. sometimes it
0: can like draw it away <laughs> yeah. can't it because you not just switch off you i can't like, no. i can't watch
2: anything i'm <laughs> yeah. just like right no,
0: that's wrong
1: <laughs> does that make you conscious about getting it right yourself yeah. because you know there'll be a pedant like you watching yep. it and, oh, that's wrong! I'll there. be like, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's or I'll hide it really happen. well. Yeah. Yeah. It, a it isn't particularly a bad thing. It raises standards, yeah. it does. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It needs yeah. standards. <laughs> <laughs> Raise standards, darling. Yes. <laughs> How does it begin? Do you have an idea in your head of, about what? you get approached by a director? Do oh, they tell yeah. you what 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 this what the spec is?
2: Yeah. Normally, you'll start with a, a meeting with the director. They have Normally they'll have read the script and have an idea in the mm, head, mm. so it's kind of a, a conversation to start with, and then I'll have my ideas, and then we kind of just have to make it make it work as best we can mm. in that way. But normally mm. I'll start with a sketch, and then I'll get into three D kind yeah. of as soon as possible.
0: And we were saying before like, before we started recording, like I was, I asked you how much do you get involved in it, and you said you wanted to be in the rehearsal space from yeah, day one. Yeah. And I think Absolutely. that's so important. Yeah. That's so interesting
2: just because it gives me best reality because I can I can sit and make notes and be like well they're there for that that could be over there and that could be there yeah but even before yeah so it manages everything together yeah yeah. just because it needs to be a massive collaboration between everybody and I think the more I'm there as well like the axes. And kind of like, because they want to know, they always like to know what's yeah. going on. and they, <laughs> you <know. laughs> do.
1: You know. when you when you um, said, firstly, you, you, you're sketching, are you using a computer for that? Is is it advanced techie sketches? No, what, what's literally it literally pen and paper. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then you get into what you call card, and is that yeah. the kind of three-dimensional model? That'll that be the making?
2: three-dimensional model. So I'll do a white card first, mm. which is a real rough idea of the set. And then I'll speak to the director about that. And then we'll kind of change things then. And Mm. then after that, once we're both agreed, I'll go into a final design model, which will be pretty much a replica of what's going to be on the stage.
0: Does it ever change, like, the replica? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) The finished product's
2: never... Never 100%, but... 90%, 90%, but things can change, okay. and, and they do change. Yeah, during
0: uni, you you worked, in, is it in second year, you did The Nether? With I did Fall The Nether with form Doors, yeah. Yeah.
2: Great experience. Mad show. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it is crazy, the the actual play, but how did you
2: I think because I knew because I'm a big fan of S. Devlin, who's a massive set design, and she did it years ago.
1: Right.
2: And it's, for me, there was the interrogation room, but my idea was kind of these boxes that, like, blow an interrogation room apart. So I wanted each box to represent, so you know, the uh, the, pr- the police officer and then the guy in the in the other box. It was kind of like yeah. mm. she was allowed to come out of the box and he wasn't, so it was showing that kind of like he's, oh. st- like, stranded in this yeah. box and the police officer could move in and around and then we had a huge big projection wall behind there. And Amazing. threw up some air crazy images. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I know we had to be a bit bad. PC because of, of the nature of, it, of the content of the show. But are,
1: are most of the sets kind of permanent in in terms of this is what it's like, what it's going to be like throughout the, the the show, or are you doing plays where you've got to change the set quite radically between scenes?
2: I think it depends on the idea. It depends on the director if they want mm. that. Mm. Um, but if things do need to change, obviously you need to find a way to do that without people knowing how you've done it. So I think for that kind of thing, it, it becomes a bit of a different beast once you start changing mm. sets heavily, but it's always doable. and. Yeah, we we'll we'll make it, do it work. in the end. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: Definitely. we've all seen like um, productions whereby a curtain goes down, yeah. yeah, just for like two minutes. Then it's up again, and there's an entirely yeah. different scene totally different now. World. But guys like yourselves are busily running around tearing down the the old kind of scenery and putting up the new. Is is that what what happens? Well, sometimes we we'll just turn it round. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> like <laughs> that. That's that's that, it's already it's cheating.
2: already there. We just turn it on. Do you know what, I've around. heard that
0: about um, <laughs> Beer. When you drink beer on stage, if oh, it's here not we real, oh, yeah, <laughs> apple, <drinking> juice. Again. <laughs> no, even apple juice. Or they have like half a cup, half a pint. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Not half a pint. It's a full pint. I don't know how to describe this without. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And like, it'll be like mirrored. So when you turn it round, yeah, it's empty on the other side. So you, the way you, an actor puts it down, it'll be t- twist. Have you oh, ever okay. seen that? No, no. no
1: because you you are also because you are also responsible for props not only the 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 kind of scenery and i often wonder is is that really a knife someone has or really an axe or is it a fish or something tell us the secrets about those my secret
2: is a lot of charity shops they go rummaging, and find everything in there i love a good charity shop
1: (laughs) Well, part of that is, anywhere, is talking about that is uh, period dramas, yes. um, yeah. and you know, getting things right in terms of the context of the time. Um, yeah. How do you how do you make that 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 kind of it's thing? It's a go? lot of
2: research, you know. You got to get it right. So, I mean, luckily, there's the internet, so yes. you can literally just type in Elizabethan wardrobe and mm-hmm. then get some mm-hmm. reference images together. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to get right.
0: So you deal with costume as well? I'm
2: like more a set, more but, set. yeah, I'll do, I'll, I've will do. i done costume. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more set. Enjoy and how more.
1: much of this is kind of homemade, um, you know, you cutting up, washing up bottles and whatever, and how much <laughs> yeah. are you actually going <laughs> out and, and buying stuff? I'd what, say it's pretty mix, much
2: yeah? all made. I mean, the likes of a couch or a, or a chair or a bed, mm. so that'll be more of a prop. We would make that but anything else visually, it's it's pretty much made and painted and wow. blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. Love
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Blue Peter, that's why we watch Blue Peter. It is. For it's so like a giant it, yeah. Tracy
2: yeah. Islands every time.
1: <laughs> that's what we do. That's no, but that, that is partly true because I've seen you you post videos of weird models yeah, that, that yeah, you yeah. made and, yeah. and things. So that yeah. that must be a big part of it. It's
2: a lot. I love it, but it, I kind of zone out when a model them. And it's like six hours, and all you've done is make a brick wall.
1: We take six
0: hours to make a brick wall. (laughs) Sometimes it's three o'clock in the morning. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> but you love it, and it's I love that model creative making. side. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: I think it's just because there's the freedom there, because you can literally make whatever you want. There's yeah. no restriction, like to make anything. I mean, it get might get cut away by the directors, but yeah. originally it's kind of just it's exciting, just to I be like able to a little to make... dolls house Yeah, there. it is. I had, a doll, I, I had try and keep houses. them. I had to, I, <laughs> when I collected all my stuff from and, yeah. like and there was two model boxes still there. And then three in the house, so there's just model boxes everywhere. And I'm like, I really need to do something with these because
1: I'll just keep
0: them. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> you need well, another house the, for a house. This is a
1: constant thing that we get told by with small theatre groups is that they just don't have, and you know, they don't have any space. Or um, budget. Yeah. So no budget. Yeah. So they yeah. can't have a set design, and they can't kind, kind of keep things for long as well. Or it's, it's in someone's house and stuff. Um, so how how much of this is kind of uh, how much work are you doing with small theatre groups that, that that don't have a space and actual theatres where you, you have got the space to kind of uh, yeah uh, the money it's, yeah. it's as you
2: said it's the budget I mean some of the smaller theatre groups I think there's always a time restriction from the actual venue because a lot of them have so many shows in yeah. one theatre so you'll have like an afternoon to get in mm-hmm. the show's on and then mm-hmm. you're out that night yeah and it's kind of like, you have to be clever about what you're designing because I've got to think about time, space, and money. It's not just, right, I want to make this amazing set. It's like, well, you've only got an hour to put it in. Yeah. And then you've got to go like that night because there's another show coming in in the morning.
1: Yeah, So it it's hard in that way. It's like it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of as, as well, um, you know, we we talked about small theaters there, but some of the theatres we're seeing these days are, are, are huge and have huge stages. Yeah. And we were talking before we started the recording here about moving stages and oh, moving yeah. platforms on, on stage. So where do you think that that, that is going in, in terms of the future of, of, of theatre? I think it's... I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a massive thing now. I think it's going a bit redundant. Because mm. a
2: few of the... Theatres, the Royal Court's got a revolve, hasn't it? Yeah, And it, yeah. it doesn't work anymore.
0: Oh, does it not? No, I don't
2: think it works. But
0: the Everyman's got a revolver. The, mm. the Everyman yeah. has, hasn't it? Yeah.
2: But I think it's more, it is going more down sort of video mm. capture route and, you know, projection and everything like that. I mean, for a moving stage, I just think it's a lot of work yeah. for, the, for everybody involved. So mm. I wouldn't say it's...
1: Huge... I also think there's kind of more things that can go wrong as well exactly, when you've yeah. got all, all of that going yeah. on. Yeah, definitely. And
0: especially like big theatres like the West End, they will have a, a show dedicated to that. So exactly. that, like The Phantom or Les Mis because Les Mis has got a revolving yeah. stage and it can just stay there and they can mm. add to it. And yeah. It's like purpose d- built, isn't it? Yeah, it is that? purpose built. So that is a big difference between... so that Would you ever want to work on um I'd love design? to
2: get into sort of like a, a theatre like that where it's like, this is what this is. And this is why it's been made. Because I know with this, with like shows like Wicked, I've seen that in the West End and yeah. the touring show. And it is a different show yes. purely because that stage was designed for that show with the touring one. Yeah. That needs to fit into either a bigger box or a smaller box. Literally.
0: Or... yeah. And to be able to tour with it as yeah, well, to get yeah. in and get out. Yeah, because the dragon's not there or something.
2: The dragon was on the tour. Was it on the tour? But there is, there's some differences yeah. in the in both shows. Yeah. But that's purely just because it's not. It's it's not built for can
0: all. Move, really, literally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's built on the stage,
1: yeah. I, I want to ask you a little bit about this. This this is an awkward thing, Christopher. Okay, um, but some, <laughs> some 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 theater groups like like I've been in um, are very much kind of anti-set. Uh, so you know, the the stage is black. All of the, um, the 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 actors are dressed in black, yeah. and um, they they have to kind of act their way through it without yeah. any props and, 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 and yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, and the the kind of rationale for that is the actors are are, are the centre of the stage and and they have to kind of almost describe the the, the kind of uh, settings yeah. with, with their acting yeah um but I haven't done stuff like that I'd have loved the prop you know <laughs> I'd have loved the prop when, you know so I'm miming like drinking a pint or something yeah, but I would yeah. just have loved it so what what's your views on how you know how much should should the the set be a part of the play, and how much does it take away from from the actors' performance?
2: I think it all it needs to all marry together. It's like a marriage of everything, including lighting as well. Like mm. you know, yeah. costume. You know, the actors need something to work with. I mean, it's fine doing a you know a black box theater, no no set, yeah. no you know yeah. everybody But I think the actors get more from it if you've got if they've got something to work from. Yeah, and it gives everybody a chance rather than just focusing on the actors, because I think everybody enjoys more of a visual. Yeah. You know, something to look at rather than it just being actors in black on stage mm. at all times.
0: Mm. And it gives more of a collaboration, I suppose. Yeah, with like yeah. yourself, Because I've never worked with a set designer, yeah. so it would be like another person mm. to add, to speak to, isn't it? And it's part of the fun as well. Yeah. It's like
2: I used to love going in and like speaking to the lighting design and be like, well, can we change that? Can we do this?" And then yeah. the director gets involved, and then the actors get involved. And it, it just yeah. makes the process yeah. a lot more fun. I mean, it's
0: all good if you all get along, but I yeah. suppose there's some egos about, isn't there? That yes. That's, what? Yeah. In theater, darling? Get <laughs> so
2: Touch wood, I haven't had any major, major like fallout really yeah. but there's been times so where I've
1: just been like
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I understand
1: <laughs> But I I think the, the other end of, of, of that scale is um particularly like West End shows, you think, oh my God, the um, the, the set is actually the, the start of the show. Yeah. Um, because sometimes some audience expect to see a big razzle-dazzle show and whatever. So I, I suppose it's getting that balance right. But, exactly. You know, I mean, you
2: can throw all, you know, everything at it, but if it doesn't mean anything, if it doesn't fit the show, or mm. it's got, you know, it's, the set's got no soul, you could spend a million pounds on it, but if it's not right, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. there's no point. Because it it, it might look great, but yeah. 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 But yeah. it needs to mean something, it's got to have a message. Okay.
0: Definitely.
1: What would you say is, is the most kind of challenging set you've you've had to do? To, to challenging. Date?
2: Mm. <laughs> I'd definitely say The Passion, which was a show in Lipper. Oh right. it Why was, was pro- that? it was promenade and it we basically mm. well it was two shows I was doing and so I was working with two um separate directors, but it was the Tony Harry Tony Harris Mysteries. Oh, okay. So I did Passion and Doomsday. Wow. Mm but they were on like days after each other. So one was oh. this abandoned homeless world. And the next one was an abandoned church. So we literally had to change the whole thing wow. around. And we had, if I remember right, we had just over a day or so. Wow. Oh my gosh. To change the whole
1: thing. And this is all outside with actors wandering around everywhere. So the
2: <laughs> passion was promenade, but yeah. doomsday was seated. Well, it was like, they were sat in a church. Mm. But yeah, that was, I think at the, at the latest I left was about four o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> and then all the texts were in the next day. And, I, and then I came in at nine and it was just like, I oh, was you piss off. You have
1: to it at <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> because you were saying
0: that Passion, um, it had to be like in a oldie, like not old, but like dirty. It was clubbing. like a homeless yeah, forgotten homes, world. So you were painting. So
2: we were like painting stuff to look like. Rubbish, basically. (laughs) Scenically, like it looks filthy. Yeah. It looks absolutely disgusting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was all clean, if if that makes sense. (laughs) It was just paint. Clean filth. We like clean 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 filth. filth. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was clean filth.
0: And then to get the clean filth then to a church. (laughs) A church. Wow.
2: That was just crazy. So we had, to to change it, we had like a floor, like a tile floor that we painted. And then we had the altar and then the cross. but it was crazy but it was we were quite clever because we kind of used elements from the passion so we knew we didn't have very much time so there were things hidden because we had these uh, stained glass windows that got revealed but they were for doomsday but they were there hidden in passion Ah. so there's that kind of elements of making things appear that they're there but you can't see them yet so it was all there waiting ready (laughs) Stress, (laughs) <laughs> stress <laughs> stress levels well you
1: know obviously when we're recording this we we are in the middle of of, of lockdown and there ain't no theater or, yep. or not not much yeah. theatre happening but what theater is happening is is outdoor theater mm-hmm. we, which is interesting and i think um one direction we we may take in, in the future is having Outdoor theatre or theatre in non-traditional venues as well. Uh, How would you cope with 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 that kind of demand? I mean,
2: I like unusual spaces. I think Mm. that's kind of where I'm going. I'm really into Mm. sort of unconventional theatres. Like, Mm. think something that's not a theatre, but again, you don't want to suffer as a set designer. So I think it is going that way. But there's definitely a way to make it both work. There's definitely. A way to sort of marry mm. the source of convention, unconventional space with a set designer.
1: What ideas have you got in mind for unconventional <laughs> spaces? Oh, God. I'd
2: I, I, I love to do a train station. Oh, really? No. Yeah. I'd love to work, like do something in train stations. Like, okay,
1: we, we'll do brief encounter. We'll remake brief okay. encounter. <laughs> <We're doing it. laughs> okay. No, on on like a, a kind of you know small local um, railway uh, station. Yeah. One of those like old-fashioned ones. Yeah,
2: that's
1: it. Oh, <laughs> there's the, mileage. There's in just this. something
2: about them to me. I don't know. it's because I live right next door to a train track, <laughs> <Right. laughs> and Maybe. it's it's just Im- embedded in me here. But there's just something about train stations. But as you said, those old kinds like. Where the platform is just on its own, and there's like a little Aww. building, new ticket
1: office. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That could be a horror uh, yeah, it, movie. D- that could be a horror. Oh, oh did, you've, you've got me on my hobby <laughs> horse of horror now. Um, no, because um, in, in the in the 80s, I had a friend who, who um, was part of Kirby Response Theatre, and they did great things in terms of they would put people on buses. Yep. You know, okay. Okay. One, yeah, would one would be a ticket inspector, and one would be a passenger, right. and there would be a kick off. Um, you know, and and they would reenact this this dialogue, and I just think that that's how we take theatre out to people, to doing it in non-traditional yeah, kind definitely. of uh, venues, pubs or, yeah. Or yeah, the, pubs or churches, be... or pubs, railway stations, yeah, and especially
0: yeah, because yeah, you're still getting to do the theatre, but. Not in a venue at the minute. and Yeah, yeah. It's just it, an option, isn't it? A way absolutely. to go. Because well, I think that, yeah. that's been popular on social somehow. media. Do you know, With all, the, all the kind
1: of flash, flash mob stuff yeah. Right yeah. On that, where it's just like spontaneous and it's out in shopping centres or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. I haven't said that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Someone what? else can do it. Yeah. <laughs> flash mob. <laughs> You'd love it. No, I'll do. oh. just, I just can't, be, can't be. You'd be bothered. too cold, Bob. Um, <laughs> We, we touched on a little bit you know about moving stages and platforms and, and all that um, but there's another aspect of the techie stuff about um, set design and stuff and that's all the lighting and the kind of projections yeah and how does that work and what's been your involvement in, in that
2: so I've done some projection Um but for me projection's got to be right like you can't just throw a projection on a wall mm. and you know I'm not saying who does that but or anyone does that but i think it's got to be right and it's got to fit in with the set mm. and yeah. you got to make it's got to have a message because you could just get an image or a video and just put it on a wall and be like oh, look we've got projection mm. but unless it's it's part it of the set in, or yeah. yeah it ties in and it's got to ma- mean something for yeah, it to be part it of it be... can't just be look we've got this and we projected it i mean it looks great but what what does, what it, mean? does it mean? Yeah. yeah. It's
0: like, no, it's very true. So
1: well, I I think I I don't know if if this will happen, but one of the things that that I fear maybe. Is there a kind of merger between kind of cinema and theatre in mm-hmm. terms of we get so technical that mm. it is like being at, at, at a cinema? Because I think that um, the, the National Theatre have um, I've done ones where there are actors on the stage that look like they are drowning or swimming in water because um, yeah. it is that, yeah. that kind of. Thing. And there's
0: also like VR theatre now. Have oh you really ever heard? no yeah the no. national are doing that where okay. you have the headsets but i don't know how set design comes into that i presume yeah. like it's like channeled in already yeah and you can watch mm-hmm. a play on a on a vr set it it's oh weird gosh. but
1: it, it's non traditional we just know. need yeah. to think about it don't we because yeah. it, it might be become popular i think the
2: industry is going to change isn't it though so there's always a yeah. way for everybody to still be involved yeah you
1: well, know, I think also, as well, people expect a lot more now, as yeah. well, because you know they have got Netflix at home and uh, you know they've got brilliant apps on their phones that they can make things and whatever. Yeah. So I think the the pressure's on to make it, it better and better, yeah, and, and that's still tough, tough for people like yourselves,
2: definitely. And it's you know, people, as you said, they do want more and more, and it's like, where will it end? Because you know, especially with <clears throat> VR and stuff coming yeah. out, it's just like, yeah. Do we all just sit on a couch for the rest of our lives Literally. and we don't do anything? Just don't. Do
1: you feel that pressure, though, as, <clears throat> as a scenic artist? And, uh, you know, when you go along to a group you um, and you think, oh, really, they could get away with, with just having um, an orange box in the middle of the stage. Yeah. But I, I know they're expecting more from me. Yeah, so yeah. do you feel that, that, that pressure? A lot of the time, yeah, because you've got
2: to... I've got to, like, enjoy what I'm doing as well, mm-hmm. which is why I do it, really. But I think it just depends on... Like the time and the money and what people want. Yeah. Because yeah. as you said, you could just put, you just put a chair on her, under a rug. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm, you, you've set, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a room. But I yeah. think it just depends on time, money. Yeah, All it these does. things. It
1: does. Because we, we've all seen plays with kind of minimal set, mm. but it's been brilliant. Yes. But we've also <laughs> seen brilliant plays where the set has been brilliant Incredible. and the set is, yeah, is the so set key to it. it. Yeah. It's so as
2: important, well. I think, for everybody. Like the audience enjoy it, the actors enjoy it, I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, And then, you know, it gives everybody a role because then you've got the lighting designer who's like, well can I shine that light on that bit Mm. and the sound designer, like, can I hide the microphone in that bit of set? And it's like, Mm. no. (laughs) But yeah,
0: going back to the VR though, I still think theatre will still last. It's been there for Mm. years and Mm. years and years Mm. and years and years and it'll still carry on. Yes, we'll get a bit more technical and what, but just watching a live perform, just watching an mm. actor on stage. I think it's so raw and so. I don't know. There's nothing like it. Is there, there is nothing like it, and really you isn't. can watch like we were talking about on another episode about like watching it live streamed, and it's it is nice, but it, you don't get the same feeling. Yeah. I think from mm. the audience and from the actor, you just don't get that buzz or the adrenaline. Yeah, so- absolutely,
2: and no show's the same. Yes, literally every single mm. show is different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And do you actually feel a part of the casting and crew? Because sometimes, you know, we look at set designers as um, a, a world of their own and kind of uh, technical people that come in and do that part. Do you kind of kind have- Kind of are, but
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. I always feel part of the team yeah and get involved. But I do like that separation of going away and then doing something else and then coming back. Yeah. I think that's Well, important. Do you know, do
1: you, uh, when, when a, a show is finished, are you kind of really proud and feel like that pride that that, like the actors and everyone else would do? Yeah,
2: and then when you take, sometimes I love it. Like sometimes I love taking a sledgehammer to a set. It's just that end and I'm just like, yes. The anger comes out.
0: (laughs) I suppose, yeah. (laughs)
2: So you know, just to complete it's like, right, that's done. That's done but there's, yeah. a, there's a small tier there somewhere yeah. while I'm destroying yeah. the set.
0: But like you said before, you can like reuse it for something else and yeah. maybe not a full sledgehammer, but just half of it. Just half, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Just a bit I didn't like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One of the things we do on this podcast is promote all kinds of roles within the performing arts. Yeah. And uh, that's why we got yourself in today, because we didn't want it just to be about actors and, and directors, but we want to show people a range of like uh, jobs and and uh, contributions that there, there are to, um, to to performance arts but if someone out there is listening and they say oh, I fancy being a set designer or I've done a, how do, how would you say uh, people can get into it how do you start go and watch
2: as many shows as you can mm. yeah. really just watch things get talking to people um, go and do a course like I did as well mm. you know that's given me so many contacts but I think if you're really passionate about it you are just got to bang on doors and be like, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. just bang on
0: doors. Yeah, yeah. So your course in Lippa, you were the set designer, but do you, I, I didn't go to Lippa, did you work with the actors? Um, yeah, it was. It, they, it they were very into
2: collaboration. Yeah. So there was about 16, 17 of us on the design course. Then we had the technology course, there was about 50 of them. So we worked a lot, like it, it, the course overlapped so yeah. much with the technology course. Um, but then as soon as you start doing real shows, mm-hmm that's when you start like meeting everybody else and it is very collaborative and the, yeah, that's everyone's lovely, yeah i know it's good get together that,
0: yeah straight away don't yeah. you
1: and I think it, it, it's brilliant that there are such like specialised courses in, in Liverpool yeah. and, yeah. and, and in Absolutely. City College and, um, and places like that. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's brilliant as well that um, kind of you stayed here as well yeah. because clearly you, you're, you're from Liverpool. And I think a, a lot of people when they uh, qualify at, at those kind of levels and those kind of disciplines then think, oh, the only way I can get a job is to go to the West End, isn't yeah. it? And, and uh, mm-hmm. um, what, what kind of made you stay? At the moment, COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd like to go down to London. Yeah. But I do. I think I could live there. Yeah. No. But it's very much like the more the more time I do this, you don't need to be anywhere really. I mean, as long if you if you can get a gig down in London, it's great, but I don't think it necessarily means you have to be Move there for you. It, yeah. 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 Because you can be anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: seeing that more now. You mm. can be a Northern actor, but still go down south and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and especially
1: with the train, it's only two hours to London, Literally. if needs mm. be. So it's not miles away. No. Oh. And no, I, I think that's a great message that, yeah. that you you know wherever you are, you can be a set designer, yeah, you know, whatever town or city you're in, and you can do shows anywhere as, as, as well. Yeah. Definitely.
0: As long as there's a bit of wood and paint somewhere. That's all you need. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bit of wood, paint, screwdriver. You go, I tell you what, though, Christopher, you, you disappointed me when when we were having the chat. When I said, "Tell, <laughs> tell us about something that's gone wrong." Nothing. And mate, oh. you didn't have. Oh, you, you didn't have one. Touch wood. No, no, no accidents. There's plenty of time for, for <laughs> that I to was late, Definitely, it'll happen now. The next <laughs> <laughs> one. You it. We jinxed we've jinxed it. it. No, <laughs> we. You touched this table. There <laughs> <if we
2: can. laughs> So, no, we but
1: we, we've all, we've all had experience of, of um, kind of <laughs> things, things that have gone wrong in props and, uh, and sets and stuff.
0: It's part of experience. It's yeah. a it life is. experience. It
1: things is. have
2: gone wrong, but not
1: bad. I wouldn't say anything really bad. So. Nobody's died. Nobody's died. Okay, oh, oh. <laughs> not <days>. yet. Nobody's <laughs> days. days. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Nobody's died on our sets, Bob. Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so if people want want to want, want a great set designer. How do they get in touch with you? What what's your details?
2: My Instagram is probably the best way, so it's at Christopher McCourt Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Facebook, I've got a design Facebook as well. That's at Christopher McCourt Design too. Yep. So yeah, get in touch. Amazing. Follow me. Definitely. Message me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks so much thank for coming so along. Much. You're that very is welcome. just thanks insightful, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is insightful <laughs> because you know people like, like Caitlin, they just want to get up on stage yeah. and they don't want to think about you plebs behind <laughs> there doing all, all that work. That is and not I, my I'll be locking the door, that will not <laughs> next time. <laughs> I hate the door? <laughs> and then when that door doesn't open, you'll know in, why. In, there's a proper kick-off. Oh, yeah. yes. My
0: name is so blacklisted, Bob <laughs> Towers.
1: <laughs> no, yes, seriously. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thanks, thanks You're very welcome. In. Thanks yes. for having me. It's been fab. Uh, oh, gee, before we go, what I need to say and think about what i forgot forgot to say last time is um if you're listening to this and you've got ideas for guests then please get in touch with us it's um like-minded productions.co.uk yes um, well, and we're on <laughs> facebook as as well and um, instagram and twitter and all those kind of things don't <laughs> um, forget to like so, and so subscribe. get in touch <laughs> and to, you know <laughs> to tell us what what you think of the podcast and uh, ideas for where we take this podcast in in the future Caitlin, you know we always finish on this thing about... Yes, Bob. What are your plans for the week, Caitlin? (laughs) Do
0: you know... Right. (laughs) I don't know this week. It's rubbish. I'm so boring. (laughs) I do apologise.
1: To be confirmed. (laughs) To be confirmed. It changes daily. Now, Christopher, that is actually code when, when Caitlin says, I don't know uh what that means is that she's getting so blind drunk she won't she won't remember I caitlin caitlin's, caitlin's on the alcohol diet everyone where she <laughs> she she lost three days last week
0: um, i'm going for four this week
1: <laughs> it's going to be a short week isn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> out me sorry i'm joking
1: <laughs> whereas th- th- this week i will be Go i will off, be what you i will to? be reading the works of franz kafka because i love a good romp <laughs> lovely <laughs> Um, thank you too to, to uh, Andrew Smith, who's our producer. As always, um, without his technical support and looking after the whims of Caitlin, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to to produce the, this thank podcast. You so, <laughs> thanks very much, and see you all again next week, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye.